It's January 27th, 2021. Welcome to the new reality edition of Bite Mars Cafe, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. First up, we'll have Melly James from Mana Up, and she is here to tell us about the application period for the next Mana Up cohort, number six. And then we'll be joined by Neil Miyake from the U.S. Department of Navy and Len Higashi from HDDC. OE Technology Development Corporation to talk about a collaboration between the Naval Labs industry and academia called Tech Bridges. And of course, right before we get into that, I just wanted to share with you that the, uh, let me pull up the site here, the sixth annual, uh, it's called It's Great to Be a Teacher event. It's a virtual event and it's coming up this coming Saturday, January 30th, and it's a uh, from 8.30 to 3 p.m. And what this uh, program really is set up to do is uh, see if you're interested in becoming a teacher. And uh, they'll cover things like learn about the different pathways to become a teacher, different um, program options to suit your circumstances, hear from the diverse community of educators and supporters about the uh, teaching profession. And the website I will put up uh, in the show notes for later on tonight, it's Again, it's kind of it's a cool, cool program. It's called uh, "It's Great to Be a Teacher," and it's a virtual event. Again, coming up on Saturday, so if you want to check that out, uh, you can check out the link and register. It's free. And of course, right now, Millie James is here, co-founder of Mana Up, and I would uh, like to welcome her to talk about the uh, application, uh, the application opening for cohort number six. Uh, welcome to the show, Millie. Thanks, Bert. Thanks for having me. Again, <laughs> yeah, you know, I I tease you and Omar because you know you guys got names on chairs here which you can't occupy because you have to call in now. Uh, <laughs> but uh, Mela, you got so many things going on. I know the last time I talked to you, you were doing uh, HVCA and the the um, uh, the the Entrepreneur Awards, and now it's coming up for cohort six and. Uh, the application period is is open. So, are there are there particular um, I guess specifications of this next cohort that you're looking for? So, you know, we we're now in cohort six, fifty one companies later who are now are part of our alumni. Um, you know, we are a consumer packaged goods accelerator. So, looking for local products that are headquartered here, elevating the brand of Hawaii. You know, in the CPG space, so retail products value-add food, health and beauty, homes. We're talking about, you know, chocolate bars, honey. You know, a lot of the companies that you folks may be really um, familiar with are, are companies who are alumni companies like Manoa Chocolate, Ymeli, uh, Melly Wraps, and a whole bunch of other companies that are that are in the space elevating the brand. So I think for six, cohort six, you know, we're always looking for strong entrepreneurs um, and, and products that can continue to round out the awesome you know, representation of, of, of products that are, you know, nar- with the narrative of, of Hawaii and, and, and really telling those great stories. So those are, you know, important pieces to us. You know, we are hosting our info sessions. Mm-hmm. We've got two that will be online uh, that people can sign up for at, ho- at manaaphawaii.com. Um, and the first one will be February 2nd at 4 p.m. and the second at February 5th at 9.30 a.m. Right, and the uh, the actual application close uh, happens when I think it's what February sixteenth, or is it is it uh, uh, February nineteenth? February nineteenth. Okay, okay. Yeah. And uh, I know that uh, this is open to companies all across uh, uh, Hawaii, right? So uh, you got you got representation from you know all the neighbor islands. 
Yes. So with our um, you know, partnership with Hawaiian Airlines, we've been able to support companies to come over uh, for the workshops from all islands. Of course, uh, you know, no, not knowing what's going to be totally happening this year, uh, we will be hosting, as of right now, most of the sessions on Zoom, mm-hmm. uh, which we did this past year. So this is a six-month program. It's really geared to help create resources, act, uh, access to capital and mentorship um, for local product companies who are looking to scale globally. So we've you know, really created a lot of uh, revenue channels, and we, of course, have our House of Mana Up store at the Royal Hawaiian Center, as well as our House of com retail online uh, e-commerce store that is really helping to tell those stories and that narrative about our local products and entrepreneurs. I, I found the... Uh House of Mana Up online store, super, super helpful, especially around Christmas time. <laughs> so uh, that was like a, a lifesaver, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, so well, thank you. And we were super, so many people were supporting local products this year. We actually just started getting more into corporate gifting. So, you know, as people were looking for gift sets, looking to support local entrepreneurs, looking to be able to tell those stories to their friends and family, and also supporting it was, it was a really awesome season for us, and we're looking forward to this year as well. So, Melly, can you give me some uh, tips on, like, what would you be looking for in an application so that if somebody were to apply, you know, they could give you the right kind of uh, uh, details about their business that uh, you would be uh, attracted to? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're looking for companies who are looking to scale. So, you know, and especially looking right now with, with the pandemic, what is your online presence? Uh, what strategies are you using with digital marketing, e-com, direct-to-consumer as, you know, as tourism is starting to come back, you know, that, that's an area that, that is very strong and that people are, have a voracious appetite. So we're looking for companies that are looking to scale globally. Um, they're looking to continue to grow um, and, and, and have an online presence or are, have strategies to grow their online presence. Um, a lot of it's also around the founder, you know, are you... Uh, someone who's got a you know, great attitude, you're coachable, mm-hmm. you're hungry, uh, and all those things are, are super important. Um, for the accelerator, you know, the, go ahead. The, the companies do need to be um, headquartered here in Hawaii. That is mandatory. Mm-hmm. They need to be elevating the brand of Hawaii. They need, again, to be a consumer packaged goods company. Um, they need to be at a, a certain revenue minimum. Uh, we normally say about $100,000. So this isn't really idea stage where you're still tinkering with the recipe or you know, at the farmer's market once a month, um, you are have created a product. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little bit farther along, and you're really ready to turn on the, the fire and really scale. No, that sounds great. And I love that, uh, you know, elevating the brand of Hawaii. And that's a, a really a, a signature, uh, I think, um, of factor in what you guys do with, at Mana Up. So I think it's, a, it's really great. So, um, <clears throat> Melly, where can people find out more information? They can find out at manauphawaii.com. That's where our application is. More info about the cohort. And you can also see uh, some of the alumni uh, that, that have gone through the program. At the info session, we'll have our founders on, some of our team, as well as a few of our alumni companies that can also share about their experience. Very good. Thanks, Millie, for joining us. Thanks, Bert. And, of course, we'll take a short break. And when we return, we'll be joined by Neil Miyake and Lynn Higashi to talk about Tech Bridges. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributors Ekahi Health, Ulupono Initiative, and The Hub Coworking Hawaii. 
Welcome back to Bite Marsh Cafe. Now I'm glad to welcome Neil Miyake. He's a business uh, deputy over at the Naval Information Warfare Center in the Pacific. And, of course, Len Higashi, acting executive director over at the Hawaii Technology Development Corporation. And they're here both to tell me, talk to me about the Tech Bridges program. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey, How you doing, Bert? Thanks for having us. So Neil, we'll we'll um, we'll give you a chance to to start off. You're you're uh, new to Bite Marsh Cafe, and I'm I'm glad to have you on. And uh, you know I, I've not been um, um, exposed too much about uh, tech bridges, but I heard about it, and and wanted to maybe give you a chance to share with us what exactly is tech bridges. Okay, um, tech bridges um, is a Navy initiative to kind of help. Uh, non-traditional partners uh, solve problems for the for the Navy. Um, we know that as for acquisition, uh, working with um, businesses, it can be challenging for smaller businesses and uh, other people, non-traditional. So what we're trying to do is kind of get together uh, organiz- organizations, uh, academia, businesses, local um, government, and help solve um, the Navy problems quickly and efficiently. And, and and Neil, you know, in terms of uh, Tech Bridges, this is a program that may be new to Hawaii, but it's not new in terms of its rollout elsewhere in the U.S. Oh no, no, it's, it's actually been going on for a couple of years nationwide. Uh-huh. Uh, right now, there are about fifteen Tech Bridges across the uh, nation, including London, actually. Um, and so, each of these areas have specific Navy problems and challenges, and so they've kind of uh, distributed across the nation to do that, but. Collectively, we work together to we, individually. We can we have uh, problems that uh, maybe can apply to Hawaii, the ones in in Palmetto, in uh, uh, East Coast side. Yeah. So how did how did uh, uh, Hawaii all of a sudden after two years get selected? <laughs> um, I think they saw this as an opportunity because uh, the state of Hawaii, especially on Oahu, as you know, have, has a strong strong military presence with Indo-PACOM, Compact Fleet, Marshall Pack, and the like. And um, they can see that a partnership with the local state and, and its uh, businesses could really benefit the Navy um, because, you know, the local businesses have a better feel for what the challenges are here locally. And then um, we want to take advantage of that. And, and plus, take advantage of the, um, the academia, you know, University of Hawaii, strong College of Engineering and the Department of Computer Science um, we want to take all of those, put it together, and and, and solve some good problems for the Navy. So, Lynn, when when uh, Tech Bridges uh, kind of uh, arose and and became part of uh, you know the Hawaii community, at at what point in time uh, did did uh, it it come onto your radar? And and was it something that uh, you had reached out to them, or did they reach out to you? I'll, I'll rewind and share a little different perspective, you know, from Neil and and. The Office of Naval Research, they've been doing business in Hawaii and reaching out um, to the Hawaii tech sector for a few years. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But when they came, you know, they came to us and we actually met at the sandbox one day. And it was really apparent that we were speaking the same language. And give credit where credit is due, um, the Navy's really progressive in their thinking. They're looking to accelerate solutions, you know, for their for the warfighter and accelerate solutions for the DOD. So they were really um, apt to do something. And then that's where Neil came in. Mm-hmm. You, know, it, we, you know, we were fortunate. We had some 
past history with Neil, and we're fortunate to have you know a sponsor here who was willing and eager to do something that would be good for Hawaii. So, so it became really apparent. We only met once. You know, we met once um, in person, and then we met, you know, I think a few other times via Zoom, and off we went. So, I think the you know the opportunity was driven a little through our federal MEP Manufacturing Extension Partnership Program. Um, it's the anchor and the backbone for the tech bridge across the country, and HTDC is fortunate to be, you know, the Hawaii Center for for this um, program. So they when when they came to us and they were talking about this framework, again we were speaking the same language and excited to get going, and it came out really quick. You know, I think from government standards, you know, I, I was uh, really impressed with how quickly everything moves. You know, Lynn, you bring up a great point because uh, uh, the Office of Naval Research, you know, has been around for quite a while supporting some of our, our tech startups, uh, especially in the form of uh, the Elemental Accelerator and even before that when they were Energy Accelerator. Uh, uh-huh. You know, O&R was, uh, was always part of that partnership and, and I've always, uh, you know, known their involvement, but I, I never realized that you know, they were also tied into tech bridges. So it, it really makes sense what you just brought up, how that connection uh, fostered the conversation, which ultimately ended up bringing, you know, the tech bridges program here to Hawaii. So now, <clears throat> if I if I understand you correctly, um, Neil, I mean, it's a it's a uh, opportunity for perhaps local companies to come up with ideas and, and maybe uh, – uh, test some prototypes out that would would benefit the navy. But how does that how does that actually happen? I mean, does does uh, the the navy come up with some sort of set of uh, co- let's say challenges that they might want to have people to work on? And and how do these challenges get get presented? Is it is it in a form of uh, you know I don't know code challenges or hackathons or or some kind of uh, uh, gathering of of um, you know companies that ideate and, and then prototype? I mean, how does that work? Uh, I think you nailed it. It's pretty much all of the above. Um, what we want to do, one of the things we want to do, of course, is establish a challenge. Um, we, we're going to have a, um, a problem that the DOD has, the Navy has, and then what we want to do is pitch it out to local companies and see if they can help us with this, this challenge. Um, and we'll, we'll see what we can do with that. Um, but otherwise, we, we're going to get together and, and just explain some of the issues that we have as, as far as the Navy, some of the things that we, we want to help have help on. And in that way, maybe both uh, the industry and, and uh, you can, we, they can find out what we need and then they can try and approach it separately. But there will be other challenges along the way as far as uh, some small price challenges maybe that we're looking forward to. So so in terms of uh, the different places that you, you said Tech Bridges already takes place, uh, do you see different challenges coming out from those different areas? And does the Navy have uh, a different set of uh, problems, let's say, in London versus uh, what they might experience here in Hawaii? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, all the tech bridges are kind of aligned with different Navy labs, and the different labs have different focus areas. What um, Naval Information Warfare Center Pacific, my um, my organization, does is more on the computers, networking, command and control, 
and um, communications primarily. So Mm -hmm. those are the kind of focus areas that I want to kind of key on. Other um, tech bridges, they kind of focus on undersea warfare or um, surface warfare, those kinds of things. So, yeah, we do have uh, differences, uh, focus areas, but a lot of them kind of overlap. So that's where teaming with other tech bridges uh, is really beneficial to all. So, so Lynn, have you have you started to think about how uh, you might be partnering and 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 how programs would potentially roll out from uh, Tech Bridges and and the HTDC collaboration? Sure, Neil's going to figure it all out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> You well, know, you know, I mean, since we're since we're on the air and and sharing this with everybody, uh, you know, we, you can definitely put Neil on the spot here. I, I'm just <laughs> joking. I, you know, I, I, I want to comment a little bit on your last your last point. You know, Neil brought up some of the you know regional strengths and and his organization, and each tech bridge is set up to take advantage. It, it's two things: it's to accelerate the technology getting into the DoD, but it's also to has the potential to support the local regional economy. And so looking at the opportunities that, and regional strengths that we have here and the regional problems, that's the key, mm-hmm. the re- regional mm-hmm. problems that we have here, it creates the opportunities. Now we have, some, we have a lot of really smart people here, a lot of really fabulous companies here. We can get them working on some of those problems that creates a sustainable uh, environment. And that's, that's really the long-term jobs that we're after. Um, the, an example, that we just talked to Impact Washington this week. I didn't even get a chance to touch base with Neil. Um, we just talked to Impact Washington this week. And just for example, you know, they're in, in their area, they're looking at orca whales as being a, an issue. They have to watch out for whale strikes. And so they're doing challenges based on a specific problem that's, that's in their area. Mm-hmm. So I think Hawaii will, will, will do it. The same way, and you know, you know, not to put Neil on the spot, but we're relying a lot on our partner here to um, help help uh, bridge the connection. Great, great, and then you know, I I do want to give Neil a chance to talk about maybe what are some examples uh, of of some best practices that he might see in su- other uh, tech bridges cities that could potentially be um, uh, applied here in Hawaii. So we'll hold that thought. We'll be right back after this uh, short break to continue our conversation with Neil Miyake from the Naval Information Warfare Center in the Pacific and Len Higashi from HTDC, and we're talking about tech bridges. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor PCAT, Pacific Center for Advanced Technology Training. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum, and if you're just joining us, we're talking to Neil Miyake from the Naval Information Warfare Center Pacific and Lin Higashi from the Hawaii Technology Development Corporation. Of course, right before the break, we were talking about uh, you know potential challenges that could leverage the expertise and the the unique needs of the Navy here in Hawaii, and and Neil, I mean, if you've uh, kind of done a survey across the country and some of the other tech bridges uh, cities, are there some best practices that you've uh, seen and maybe uh, some examples of what could potentially be um, implemented here? Well, the, the one that um, that Lynn kind of mentioned was kind of interesting. Actually, Washington State, uh, they have Naval Undersea Warfare Center does that. 
we actually have a detachment here on, on uh, Rhode Island that, that uh, supports them. But they do um, um, analysis on whale uh, migration kind of thing and how it impacts possibly the Navy. What we are doing, what we, we're kind of looking at, working with compact fleet, uh, Pacific fleet uh, down in Makalapa, Pearl Harbor, mm-hmm. is something to do with 5G. Um, we, they have some initiatives. Um, everybody knows that 5G is becoming uh, big, and it, it's just going to be embraced by everybody. And then we want to make sure that the DOD is in the, in the front, forefront analyzing the capabilities and the uses for 5G. Um, you know, much, much higher bandwidth and very much more secure than than other uh, generations. Um, so we are approaching, taking that approach. Um, some of the other tech bridges have focused on 5G also. Specific, uh, one of them in particular is SoCal, Southern California mm-hmm. uh, Tech Bridge. And so we're going to partner with them. And at the same time, Compact Fleet and Indo-PACOM, Indo-Pacific uh, Command, um, and, and we'll get, we get something going something along that avenue. Well, you know, um, you know, being kind of the broadband guy, the, the whole 5G, uh, fifth-generation wireless technology is, is uh, very interesting to me. And in terms of um, some of the, I guess, applications that you could envision, I mean, what, what, what comes to mind as far as, uh, you know, what the, what the Navy would like to, uh, let's say, build some prototypes around? Well, they are looking at things like aircraft maintenance support, but that's just one narrow avenue. Um, because of the high bandwidth, we are kind of seeing on things like um, possibly virtual reality, augmented reality applications to it. Um, there's the inherent security that comes with it, and we're trying to look at those avenues and how the Navy can apply that. Um, but ultimately, though, um, we want to make it beneficial as far as the, the, the challenge that we put out. To both the Navy and and the local uh, industry and the state of Hawaii in general, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so that way it's going to be a win win for everybody. So, Lynn, I mean, you've probably got the best uh, uh, sense of of the companies in Hawaii and and the, the talent that the uh, UH produces. I mean, how do we how do we prepare for perhaps participating in in uh, the the development of of applications around, let's say, high bandwidth. Uh, utilization and and technologies like 5G. I mean, where what comes to mind in terms of do we have the talent? Do we have to do we have to sort of nurture that talent? Uh, uh, does it already exist? Are, are companies kind of already primed to per- perhaps uh, work in this area? I mean, you know as well as I do, Hawaii has a long history of you know uh, test equipment. The, the, some some of the most successful companies here are very adapt in wireless technologies. But that being said, you know, I think this is still early early days for the TechBridge program. And and the goal is to facilitate the communication. Mm-hmm. You know, the earlier the earlier in the cycle, in the technology cycle, we can start having these conversations. And the companies here, they'll their core competence, they're really smart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if the if the challenge and opportunity is presented. And also, you know, Let's be frank. You know the funding. If the if the opportunities are there, you know they will they will become specialists in these areas. You know I think one of the reasons why it's so attractive to us, we've been running the Hawaii SBIR program for a number of years now, and helping. And a lot of the companies are really good at securing contracts and grants and and developing technologies, solving really hard problems. Um, but when they get to a certain point, then 
you know, where does it go from there? How does that get into commercialization? How does that get into solving a problem? Mm-hmm. And, and that's where, you know, just taking a lesson learned from the lean startup methodology, you know, you got to go back to customer discovery. And so this Hawaii Tech Bridge is a really great opportunity, you know, to connect the real challenges and, and, and the customer, you know, the desired customer with, with the companies that are, that are capable of solving their problems. As we start working on this, you know, over time, I, you'll see companies develop uh, specialty areas and, and more companies coming in. University research will be directed into certain areas because mm-hmm. there's opportunity that's tied with it. You know, I think the the potential of this is really high, and that's why we're so so excited and grateful that uh, we're given this opportunity. So, so Neil, you know, as as uh, the Tech Bridges program starts to uh, roll out, and and companies are are getting involved with uh, coming up with some of the solutions for, for some of these Navy challenges, what do you see happening uh, as a result of of maybe a, a successful company coming up with a prototype? I mean, do they now become a a client of the of the Navy? I mean, what's the What's the future pathway for, for anybody that, that potentially participates in this? Well, ideally what we want them to do is to get it into production, into cycle, so that um, ultimately they can continue to support the Navy. Um, admittedly, though, that is a huge challenge um, because of the acquisition process that we have established. Um, and so what we're trying to do is take advantage of these uh, small little um, different kinds of like a cyber contract, um, small business contracts, um, different initiatives to get the smaller businesses into the, um, you know, giving the opportunity to to support the Navy. Um, I, admittedly, I'm a little bit weak on that section, but um, what we want them to do is the businesses to directly support the Navy. Mm-hmm, over time. Mm-hmm. So, so Len, I mean, given given what uh, uh, Neil has said, I mean, and given the realities of of our uh, sort of uh, pandemic world, and 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 trying to bring the right parties together, I mean, when do you see realistically the program rolling out? Well, the program is going. You know, depends what you mean by program rolling out. I think the program is already rolled out <laughs> by by and and. Some people ask, okay, what does that mean today? And today that means that Neil is spending time working on it. It means HTDC is spending time working on it. And we're just starting with conversation. Mm-hmm. You know? and, and I think that's the first step in anything, is just start to have these conversations. The, the lofty goals that we have about you know, long-term contracts and solutions, those are problems every tech bridge is still, you know, that, that's why we have a network of tech bridges. We're trying to solve this in our local economies, and we can rely on each other. That's you know, that's some of the thought going forward. Um, so the short answer is it's already launched. It's already here, but it's still, you know, just kind of want to um, pair expectations. It's still early days. Mm-hmm, so we're, mm-hmm. starting, we're starting with conversations. We're bridging people together. You know, just having opportunity to connect with Neil, you know, frequently. We've had several meetings with him now. He goes and does his his discussions, and then we go and have our discussions, and then we chat, and then okay, what's the next step? That's how it's got to go. Sounds good. And then uh, I I uh, am happy to post any websites that are available. So Len, when you're ready to post your Tech Bridges uh, uh, link, let me know, and then I will in the meantime 
go ahead and uh, post the uh, Tech Bridges site from the uh, the Navy website. So, Neil Miyake is the business development um, or deputy over at the Naval Information Warfare Center Pacific, and Len Higashi, acting executive director over at the Hawaii Technology Development Corporation. I want to thank you both for joining us today, and of course, thank you for listening to Bite Marks Cafe. Join us next week when we'll talk about a program called Kilo, which brings together real projects, clients, and innovation. If you miss any part of this edition, you can find a podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to email me at bitemarks at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at bitemarks. Our engineer is David Chong. You can catch us on HPR One every Wednesday or anytime via the HPR app, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. You stay safe, stay awesome, <clears throat> and we'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe. Bye.